Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York Six Weeks to Fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you towards living a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Hi, I'm Vince Ferguson. Welcome to Six Weeks of Fitness, episode 110. Thank you so much for tuning in. Joining me shortly on today's show is Shalanda Burton, food, nutrition, health, and wellness specialist out of Clemens, North Carolina. If you're seeking marketing strategies and techniques on ways to put on a quality event with with limited funds, then taking my course, How to Create A-List Events on a Shoestring Budget, a step-by-step guide to attracting athletes, celebrities, and sponsors on a small budget just might be one of the best decisions you've ever made. It comes with a 100% 30-day money-back guarantee. For more information, visit www.sixweekstofitness.com and click on the Create A-List Events page. Shalanda Burton is a food, nutrition, health, and wellness specialist. She holds two university degrees in food, nutrition, and dietetics. She's a registration-eligible dietitian, certified diabetes peer educator, and certified birth doula. She teaches a healthy, integrated approach to food, nutrition, and wellness education. She shares her passion for healthy weight loss through telling her own personal weight loss success story. Shalanda has successfully lost over 140 pounds, healthy and naturally. She enjoys helping people understand the important role of food, nutrition, and proper nourishment for our body, mind, and spirit. Shalanda Burton's food, nutrition, and dietetics career started early, working for government agencies as a nutritionist and eventually becoming a woman, infant, and children program manager in North Carolina. After her career working for government agencies, she created her business, Balanced by Burton, where she leads and teaches others in their journey to use the right tools and support for healthy and successful weight loss. She assists her clients with their transitional journey by taking them step by step through her nutrition education techniques. Here today to share her weight loss journey and to talk about her company, Balanced by Burton, is Shalanda Burton. Shalanda, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. That's an awesome introduction. Thank you. Oh, well, this is all you. I mean, come on. You are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yes, yes. Now, before we talk about your company, Balanced by Burton, let's talk about you and how you got your start on this path, okay? Okay, okay. So, okay, so where, where does it all begin for you? I could take it way back to when I was a child. I think I knew this was the career for me. Um, I've always been fascinated with food and and the enjoyment that my family got out of it at gatherings, uh, family get-togethers. And, of course, you know, we all centered around the food. (laughs) Grandma would make, you know, we called it soul food back then. You know, that's what it is to me. And um, as I've gotten older um, through high school, through college, I, I just maintain that, that basis of I love food, 
And then somehow along the way, I love food a little bit too much. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, even though I had the educational background, um, I got my weight up to about 320 pounds wow. when I was in my mid-30s. Um, I'd probably say about 35 is when I topped out about 320. And um, I just was not healthy. <laughs> yes. And it took me, you know, to take a step back and really look at what I was doing to myself and my body and how food was not making me happy anymore. It was kind of just keeping me stuck in a place where I used it for comfort instead of for the nutritional value that I was taught to do um, with my education and my background. It's not that I didn't know. What I had to do at some point was learn how to apply it. Hmm. Yes. So that's, that's pretty much how I got my jump start. When I realized I wasn't benefiting myself by, by doing things that I knew, you know, whether it was the cookies in the bed, (laughs) things like that, you know, getting into really, really bad habits. That's when I realized it had to change. And so about seven years ago, um, I just turned my life around and I said, you know, this, I want to be here, you know, Mm, (laughs) I want to be here for for my kids. I want to be here for my husband, my future husband, my future kids. And, um, that's, that's what made me change my life around. I knew I wouldn't be here if I kept on that track. Okay. So this was a, a decision that you made. The doctor didn't say you better lose the weight or else. This, this is this is your decision. Oh no 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 no! I, I actually, even though I was three hundred twenty pounds, I can honestly say I was very physically um, healthy. Hmm. You know, when you look at lab results, things like that. On the scale, it didn't look good, but right. on the inside, you know, I was I was I was fine. No doctor had any real issues. Um, with anything that I look like or my labs or anything like that. Um, I would say though, getting my education and my background in diabetes, that's when I realized even though there wasn't a number per se with the diabetic index, the the glycemic index, I didn't have a number, but I would be considered pre-diabetic. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. So I didn't have a real diagnosis, but I knew I was setting myself up for something. Exactly. Now, does diabetes run in your family? Absolutely. <laughs> As an African-American um, woman in my 40s now, um, and even back then in my 30s, that's when a lot, of pre- a lot of people get diagnosed with prediabetes, but they walk around not knowing um, their status with the diabetes. But yes, it runs in my family. I've got people in my family that have had amputations mm, yes. um, because of the complications of the diabetes. Um, the complications, it, it, it's even had, um, unfortunately, some of my family members pass away from the complications. Wow. Um, yes. So, yeah. Yes, yes. So what were the first steps that you took towards making this change? Man, the hardest one <laughs> was the food. <laughs> oh, really? The food. I, I, I knew, you know, just doing what I do every day, um, working in the food industry as, um, as a program manager for, for WIC, which is Women, Infants, and Children. Um, I worked here in North Carolina. I worked in California. Um, I, I just realized it was the food that made the biggest difference. Yes. Um, and that, that's where I got my start. I started changing just gradually. It, wasn't, it was a transition. And so basically I used that transition system to work with, with groups and people that, that need it, that, that are, have tried everything else, but they never tried to change their eating habits. 
interesting. Now, and I want to go back for a second because you have your degrees were basically in uh, nutrition and health and wellness, correct? Yes, my degrees, um, the first one from, uh, from University of North Carolina at Greensboro, that degree was concentrated in the area of restaurant and institutional management. So oh. the processes that our foods go through and the plants that it goes through, um, mm. yeah. <laughs> every, every stage of like the meats and how it's, you know, how it's grown, um, we learned that with my first degree, the processes of the food, the production of food, whether it's in a restaurant that gets the food or a hospital that gets the food, that's my first degree. Okay. Yeah. And what about the second one? The second one is <laughs> the because the food and nutrition industry and, and dietetics industry is just now getting to the point where it's having to have the regulation because right now anybody can call themselves a nutritionist. Right. Okay. <laughs> and so when <laughs> I mean they can, <laughs> but um, in 2024 the actual regulations are going to change, and I'm I'm pretty much um, what they consider um, registration eligible to take the national exam. I see. So it's the highest, one of the highest levels you can get under the regulated agency. Okay. And so my second degree at North Carolina A&T State University was focused on nutrition education and dietetics. Ah, and that's the okay. counseling part. That's the, that's the counseling part. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. okay. And, now, and every stage is different. Oh, and every stage is different. Mm -hmm. um, you have to get verification statements and credentialed. Um, like I said, to the way the regulation is going, you have to have uh, a university degree right. and then on top of that, a verification statement mm -hmm. from a university saying that you have met the certification standards I see. to I be see. able to teach. I see. So it's all going to be regulated. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 2024. That's, mm -hmm. the, that's their year. Okay, interesting. Okay, so let's go back to you now. Okay, because okay. now you're telling me that you, from reading your bio, you lost 140 pounds and you actually started out at your highest 320 pounds, right? Yes. And how, yes. how tall are you? I'm 5'3. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I carried a lot. <laughs> yes, that gives us a little visual, you know. <laughs> I'm 5'3". I tell you, I, I look back at pictures now, and I even tell my mom and dad, I'm like, how'd y'all let me get like that? Oh, They're you just like, your parents? You were grown. I'm like, they were like, you were grown. Yes, yes. <laughs> you blamed your parents. What type of food were you eating that caused you to put on all that weight? I know you said soul food, right? Basically. I'd probably say... I'd probably say it was lifestyle. My lifestyle was very sedentary. Um, I worked for government agencies, so we have nice, cushy offices. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything. Pretty much you don't have to move. Um, and pretty much, you know, in, in certain agencies, the office culture um, was unhealthy. You know, um, if you look in pretty much any um, governmental setting, you don't see a lot of healthy people running around. That's true. Um, That's very that true. Is... <laughs> so, hmm. so, yeah, so it seemed like just as soon as I had the opportunity to get out of that type of environment, I was able to make the shift in my mind 
and transition a lot easier and help other people with the transition because it's it's hard. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was my yeah, my my comfort thing was a lot of sweets and carbohydrates. And I I, I tell you, it it's a very Slippery it's not slope. it's not a simple yeah, it's not simple. I know. I know. I hear you. I hear you loud and clear with that. Now, how long did it take to lose the 140 pounds? That only took about three years. That really, in total, to be at my current rate, weight right now at 185, um, it took about three years to get here. Okay. okay. And, and it's not a lot of time when you're doing it the right way. I'll tell anybody, it's three years is not a lot. And it's just doing it that a healthy normal, let your body understand the process. It's a, it's a process, but three years is what it took me. Yes, yes. And you're letting your body adjust to the weight loss as well. Exactly. I, I took a lot of time to learn about um, the skin, the elasticity, yes. <laughs> and, and everybody is different. You know, a, a man is different from a woman. A woman that had a baby is not the same as a woman that has not. There's a whole bunch of different lifestyle factors. But, but yeah, I, I think that the, the transition, the process is still the same. You still have to change your mind. You still have to change your body. And yes. you still have to change your spirit in the process. So it's a it's a holistic transition that go. I work with people on. Yes, a holistic transition. Now, are you working out? Are you involved in an exercise program as you're losing the weight? Actually, um, be, well, um, I work full time as be a honest, medical now, nutritionist. Be I'm being honest. <laughs> I am so honest. I tell you, I actually do not go to a gym. Uh huh. I have a gym membership, yes, you know, of course. but I have not walked into that gym in probably, what, five or six months now? Really? What is because your excuse? My excuse is I got the outside. I've got nature. Okay. It's okay. the summertime yes. and springtime, and I, I, I literally use the floor in my home and do my own little exercises at home in the privacy of my house. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. And then, of course, I'll get my walks, and then I do a lot of bicycling outside. Nice. I'm a cyclist. Nice. So nice. I'll ride. I'll ride my bike, and I'll, and I'll walk in my neighborhood because I, on, on average, I probably work about 60, 70 hours a week. Oh, I see. Long hours, 60, 70 hours. Yeah. Definitely. I work a lot. <laughs> yes, most definitely. But it's good to know that you are exercising. Again, you're not in the gym, but as you know, you don't have to have a gym membership to get into shape to work out. Absolutely not. And 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 honestly, I I'm I I some people say, "Hey, you're just being a little frugal there," but it's like, you know, <laughs> I like I I like my exercise where I can get it. And honestly, spending 10, 15, 20 minutes to get to a gym when I got my my own home or my yard, you know, just right. my, my neighborhood, you know. Right. And you I have, just and you have the discipline make it convenient. to do it. <laughs> Yeah, that's key. Oh, I got to say that is key. Yes. If without the discipline, it would have never happened. It would have never happened. Yeah, for some people, it doesn't. It won't work. They need to go to an environment to inspire them to work out. Yes, 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 yes. And that's that. Honestly, I probably say part of the time. Well, I probably say in the beginning, 
I had, I did it myself. Like I said, riding the bike, walking in my neighborhood for a short period of time. I did get into the gym to learn some techniques, you know, a little bit more building of muscle because you have to go to a professional if you're going to do it right. I do believe that. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Go to a professional. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned some techniques from a couple of health professionals, um, um, uh, in the area at some at some gyms, but then it still had to be about me and my discipline. When I, you know, at the end of the day, hey, either you're going to work out or you're not, Shalonda. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Now back to the 140 pound weight loss. So talk to me, talk to my listeners about the foods that you cut out, what you, what you started eating more of, you know, so on and so forth. Okay, okay. Um, A lot of people, they freak out when I say this very first thing. But I don't want anybody to freak out because there's alternatives. Okay. (laughs) Um, The first thing that I had to cut out um, was the convenience foods. And the number one convenience food that I had was cereal. Oh, really? Yes. I honestly, seven years ago, my pantry looked like everybody else's with the, with the cornflakes and the yeah. boxes and, yes. you know, all that. Yes. But um, uh, that was the first thing to go. Hmm. I, that's, unfortunately, it's a staple. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I'd probably say 99% of American households have cereal. Yes, they do. Um, but that, um, that was the first thing that I had to let go of because it was too easy. Um, and then replacing that, that, that sugary, sweet cereal for something that was a lot more wholesome to me, um, and more nutritious. Yeah. Because when I thought about it, I had to break down what the cereal was and and it wasn't going to do me any favors. The Hmm. cereal was sugar. Then I pour more sugar on top of that, which was the milk, you know, it's still a carbohydrate. Right. So it was sugar on top of sugar. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to wash it down with some orange juice or apple juice. Hmm. Hmm, that's more sugar. More sugar, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so breakfast cereal, it, 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 it had to go because it was too easy, let's just say, even at night to say uh, for a snack. No, no. I, I, had to, I had to swap it out. And that's one of the things I, I did first. Um, okay. I'd probably say the second thing that I did um, was increase my water. Water intake, um, okay. Yeah, my water intake went, um, and it's interesting. A lot of people say, oh, I drink plenty of water. Right. And when I tell you people that say they drink plenty of water, you know that saying, they, they don't drink enough still, they still don't yes. drink enough. Even though you think you're drinking enough, you're not drinking enough. Hmm. Um, so I took out, not that I was a big soda drinker or tea drinker, but I just stopped buying it. I stopped buying the cereal. I stopped buying the soda. Um, (laughs) that, those were the top two things that the changes Hmm. that I made. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. What else? I know there's more. Okay. 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 I'll tell you some secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, I, I swapped out um, those carbs for more higher protein. Um, so let's just say instead of the cereal um, for breakfast in the morning, I'm a, I'm, like I said, I, I'm, I'm a pretty busy person, but I'm notorious now for making my dinner my breakfast. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's nothing for me to have, 
instead of that old bowl of cereal, it's nothing for me to have a high-protein soup for breakfast. Wow. Okay. So I get my power in the mornings. I mean, yeah, of course, I can do the traditional eggs. I'm not vegan or anything like that. I can do the traditional eggs, but right. I, like, I like the way that beans are. I like the way vegetables are, vegetable and bean soups. So um, for me, <laughs> it's yes. a lot more convenient in the bowl to have some soup instead of cereal. So I swapped out my, my bowl. I see. I see. How often, how many times a day do you eat? Six times at least. Okay, so you do eat six times. Yes. So you do you take your food to work? How do you uh, get the oh. six times? Oh, you yes. Look, I'm notorious at work for having a lunch bag. So no Okay. No other dietitian or, or, or nutrition specialist at my job has this. They, they know I'm coming. They know my bag. So I have two bags, my purse and my lunch bag. I'm the bag lady. Um, <laughs> so I pack, my, I pack my foods with me every day and take them with me every okay. day. It's a habit. And I actually, my little trick to myself is I actually have, um, I, one of the things I started a while back is I have a little baggie and I have a note to it in myself. And it just kind of helps remind me and stay on track because, you know, cons- con- that discipline and that consistency, that's key. And that's yes, part yes. of that mind thing, you know, it's part of the mind. So yes. my mind um, has a, needs to have a reminder every once in a while. So I write a note to myself in my lunch bag that says, you know, how you get, you get um, offers to say, oh, Shalanda, let's go out to lunch today. <laughs> well, yes. in my bag, I have a note that says, if you eat anything else other than this, anything else other than this is, is self-sabotage. Interesting, interesting. So, so I use tricks like that to stay and, and help people that I work with to understand what tricks they can use to help stay on their course, too. Um, right, so we're going we're gonna to talk about that in a minute, mm-hmm. about what you do with your clients. Okay. I, I want to go over that, but I just want to ask you, have you reached your, des- your desired weight goal, or are you still trying to lose additional weight? Perhaps. Actually... <laughs> I, I have a unique approach and theory on that too. <laughs> oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. I, um, because I'm heavy into the sciences, um, yes. one of the things that we do as nutritionists, dietitians, I, I, I keep saying nutrition, but that verbiage needs to change very fast. But as okay. dietitians, yes. what we do is we look at lab work. So okay. w- one of the things that I do is um, oftentimes looking at lab work, it tells you the story. It tells you a story that that number on the scale will never be able to tell you about yourself. Hmm, so, interesting. <laughs> so it's like what, body, body fat percentage, blood, all that good stuff? Yes. When you look at the lab work, that's key for each individual person. Everybody yes. weighs different things on the scale, but what's, what really, really counts at the end of the day is what those organs and what those muscles and what that blood says about you. Yes. So and. True. It's deeper. It's deeper than the scale. And that's what I teach my clients. I'm like, that scale is a number. But for me, my goal was never a number on the scale. My goal was to have the ultimate health for a 43-year-old I can have for Shalanda. Yes. And (laughs) so size-wise, I can tell you this. I was uh, 28 at my highest size. I was a size 28. 
And now, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now I'm a size 14, 16. So big that's difference. the big difference. Yeah. It's, it wasn't so much me focusing on the scale. It was more focused on what's going to be healthy for me to be able to get out of the way. If I need to run, I need to run. <laughs> yes. I can yes. do that at a size 28 very well. I could run, but not as yes. much as I can at a size 14, 16. So, you know, the numbers are kind of like, yeah, it's a background noise to me. But what really cares about is the way the organs are working, the way you have, you know, less fat around your muscles and your heart and your tissues. It's more scientific than just the scale. Yes, less visceral fat. I agree. Mm-hmm. 100%. Excellent. Excellent. Good answer. <laughs> you get to go to the head of the class. <laughs> so now you you call your company Balance by Burton, right? Now explain what that means to my listeners, Balance by Burton. Well, we kind of touched on it. It, it really, truly is a balancing. Um, over my career, I've worked with men, I've worked with women, I've worked with children, I've worked with teenagers. I run the whole gamut of the life cycle with nutrition and foods. And the reason why I structured my my business name that way is because, number one, I've got a great friend who said, hey, Shalonda, just call it Balanced by Burton. (laughs) Because she said, yeah, she said that, you know, what I do is, is I keep telling people the same thing. You have to balance out some things. It's not so much you're eliminating everything. You know, some people have that all or none approach. To me, it's really truly about balancing your mind and your body and your spirit with the nourishment that you give your body, with the foods that you take in. So whether it's a child or a teenager, teaching those principles, teaching those techniques of how to do it for yourself and not really depend on, and I mean, some people do. Some people have to kind of have a little little, um, crutch, you know, with a shake or a pill or something. But at the end of the day, it's going to have to be about yourself. You know, um, so that's what I teach people. I don't I don't sell anything other than the education that they get about themselves. Hmm. OK, excellent. Now, who are your clients mainly? <laughs> it's a it's a gamut. Um, I sometimes like to focus um, on the diabetes um, epidemic, uh, pre-diabetes clientele. Um, I actually teach okay. group classes surrounding uh, pre-diabetes and diabetes for all age groups. Hmm. And um, nice, nice. let's see. Uh, sometimes, of course, you know, you have women that are in their 30s and 40s um, that are like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let me get something right, especially when the doctor has said, you know, hey, you, you got a situation going on. That's, that's sometimes the, the people that are definitely ready to make a change and they tried everything else. Um, They tried Weight Watchers, they tried Jeannie Craig, and, you know, a a lot of different things, but nothing worked and nothing was sustainable. Well, I I give people programs and education that makes it sustainable so they can make the real changes. Nice. And you take them by the hand. I mean, do you go food shopping with them? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Everything is kind of dependent on the individual. But, yes, I do grocery store tours with groups, churches. Nice. Um, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I've got one coming up in September. Um, families, okay. yeah, families that that hire me to go to the grocery store with them, and and I'll, I love working with all age groups. I teach moms and dads how to actually shop with their kids. 
Um, oh, so, nice. so that it's not a pain, but I can actually yeah. help the kids be more helpful, um, and, and let them learn as well. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you got to teach these kids, you know, what to look oh, for so they definitely. can be healthy. Oh, most definitely. So that's, that's, yeah, that's what I, that's, that's what, that's what keeps me going. Just making sure that the kids can get the knowledge before it's too late for them. They don't have to struggle. They don't have to. Yeah. Yes. Now, balance my burden. Is that is this your full time job, your business, or do you, or is this something you do on the side from your regular job? It's my side job um, because I have to literally, I have to literally balance myself. Um, my yes. full time job, I um, I put a lot of um, time into. I work with on the other end of nutrition um, and food and dietetics, which is the people, which is high risk. Um, people with, oh. yeah, people with diseases like cancer, um, people, oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it requires a lot of energy, but people with cancers, um, any type of autoimmune disease, um, yes. things that, that literally can take your life, um, without the proper nutrition, I, diseases, things like that. I help with that, um, full time during the week. And then, of course, in the evenings, <laughs> I have time yes. to talk to my clients. In the weekends, I have time to do my group classes with my clients as well. So I really have right. to balance it from that preventative nutrition and dietetic stance versus the opposite end, which is medical nutrition. That's what we call it, medical nutrition. So I do both, medical nutrition and okay. preventative nutrition. Oh, nice, nice. How do you market your services? Well... I have fortunately some awesome doctor's offices that I work with, um, okay. and, and and it usually is by referral for more of the medical type people um, and groups that I work with. It's doctor referral, and also um, I get out and do um, outreach here locally, um, or I get invited to be a guest speaker at different locations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, so nice. I get some paid gigs to come out and speak, and um, that's been really cool. Oh, look at you. Look at you. <laughs> that's very cool. Um, but, yeah, the Hypertension Society is one place that I've, I've given a guest speaking engagement for. So food and nutrition and, and dietetics, that's, that's all I've ever known. And um, I like to give back and talk into the community. Um, one of the things that I'm working on right now is um, – partnering with um, other nonprofit organizations here in the area. So, so yeah, I, I do a little bit of marketing myself, but I really, truly rely on a lot of word of mouth and some great customers that, that give me referrals too. Oh, excellent. Are you, do you uh, have your practice online as well? Or that's something you haven't uh, started yet? No, I haven't started it yet, but hopefully it will be up and running soon. I'm working to try to get in care of so I can, I, I would eventually not want to work so much um, or kind of balance it out a little bit more um, <laughs> with my time um, because working full time and then having this business part time, it's, it's a lot, but I would like to have it more online very soon. I should be getting it up and running soon. Okay, perfect, perfect. Now, is there anything else you would like to share with my listeners? Um, I'd probably, well, with the listeners that, 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 that are hearing this, this podcast right now, um, just basically, you know, if you're in a place where you felt like you've tried everything to lose weight, 
And if you haven't really, truly tried to work with someone um, or work with a group of people that have your same goal in mind of, of being healthy and just getting rid of some of the pain that you might have, whether it's, you know, eating for comfort and it's just gone a little bit too far. Um, or if somebody has said, hey, you know, you've got prediabetes, don't ignore any of these signs, okay? Um, don't ignore any type of diagnosis of depression or uh, prediabetes because the longer you ignore it um, and, and you continue to have the problem, the worse it can get. So, so please get some help and just know that, you know, people like me are out here. Um, there's, there's, as an African-American woman, um, you know, if I can do it, I know that you can do it too. There's a lot of, you know, we're busy. We're all busy. But if you're not here to take care yes. of yourself, it's not worth it. You know, your kids will miss you. Just do it for yourself. It's not, it's not, it's not about anybody else but you when you want to take care of your health. Hmm. Because you can't take care of anyone else if you can't take care of yourself. Exactly. First. My mom always told us, put the oxygen mask on yourself, you know, just like they say in the airplanes. Exactly. <laughs> now, how can my listeners find out more about you? Do you have a website? Are you on social yes, media? Yes, yes. You can. Yeah, the listeners can find me um, at Balanced by Burton on Facebook. And that's Balanced, B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D. Balanced by B-Y, Burton, B-U-R-T-L-N on Facebook. Or you can um, call me. I've got the phone number, and that's com that's convenient. Uh, it's 336-422-6744. You can give me a call, and if I can't answer, just feel free to leave a message for me. Or you can email me at balancedbyburton at yahoo.com. Perfect. Shalonda Burton, on behalf of Body Scope of New York, and six weeks of fitness. I truly want to thank you for coming on my show. <laughs> thank you for having me. This has been really nice. Thank you. And to my listeners, I truly hope this program was informative, encouraging, and inspiring, and that you will continue tuning in to our six weeks of fitness podcast. And if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, please leave them on my six weeks of fitness blog at www.sixweeksoffitness.com or email me at vince at sixweeks.com. Take care. Bye-bye.